Hello, welcome to Zachariah Show. In this episode, I will be reviewing John Carpenter's second film, Assault on Precinct 13. Guys, this movie is so much better than Dark Star. In fact, this movie blew me away. So, the story is, is pretty much about a group of game members attacking a police station, and everyone inside has to try to defend it, and it just works perfectly. Also, the characters of this movie are so good. I was cheering for them all the way through the course of the film. My personal favorite characters are Lieutenant Bishop and Napoleon. Everyone also gives excellent performances as well, and everyone just does an equally good job portraying their characters effectively. The cinematography is also stunning. As soon as the movie began with its opening shot, I knew I was watching a John Carpenter movie. You can just see his style begin to flourish in this film, and some of the shots remind me of what you would later see in his next film, Halloween. The music is also very good. A standout song would be the theme song for the movie. It was just so amazing. It has a nice collection of drums, violin, synths, and a killer bass line. I also quite enjoy how suspenseful the movie was. You really invest into what you're seeing on screen, to the point you literally start like cheering at the TV. And when Napoleon got finally got the smoke he's been asking for, I actually got excited. But she goes to show how much I enjoy this movie. Before going to spoilers, I decided to share some fun facts about the movie. So when this uh, film came out, it didn't uh, do well financially in America, but it did extremely well in Britain. And this caused John Carpenter to kindly use the name of the British distributor for the villain in his next film, which was Halloween. So Michael Myers basically comes from this movie. The movie was also inspired by Night of the Living Dead. And Rio Bravo, and John Carpenter originally was going to make it a western until it was changed to suit the small budget. There are also references to Sergio Leone's Once Upon a Time in the West as well, but I'll let you find those on your own. And also, the movie was actually going to be called The Siege, but but eventually it was got changed because the distributor thought it would be a better idea to change it to Assault on Precinct 13, since so it it because in his opinion it sounded better. And more marketable. Alright, so I got uh, two more fun facts, but they have spoilers in them, so I'm just gonna give you a heads up before I just tell you them. So you can go watch the movie now, or just keep going if you already did. Okay, the last two fun facts are related to the ice cream truck scene. So the first one was that the MPAA told Carpenter unless that he uh, cut out to the 
the part where the little girl gets shot, the movie will be rated X. In order to get the R, so so what Carpenter did in order to get the R rating, he needed to get the movie played in regular theaters. He took out the the part that the MPA wanted to wanted and then when he released the movie he put the scene back in it and it actually uh and he actually got away with it and plus uh the movie also got popular in america during the 90s because in an interview that mel gibson did he talked about the movie talked about how he likes to when movies go kind of too far in a way and he get an example was that was the ice cream truck scene in this movie. And people went, huh, and went to go to their local video stores to buy or rent the movie and ended up increasing the profits that it made. Now, uh, when I saw this ice cream tr scene, I was very shocked, but it gave the movie an emotional weight to it. It made me cheer for the heroes who are giving the game members the deaths they rightfully deserve. I was also surprised the blood oath scene at the beginning with the game members where they cut a hole into their arms and bleed into into a bowl as a sign of commitment which gave us an idea of how truly evil these people are and this all shows a, a lot of artistic courage i find that movies nowadays are just not as brave as they used to be well at least in the mainstream too many mainstream movies these days just play it safe and are too afraid of making the audiences feel uncomfortable just throw in some lame jokes that fall flat as an attempt to make us feel connected to the characters and that villains are now just too wimpy and shallow instead of the imitating forces of evil that they're supposed to be. What many mainstream movies are missing are those sad and brutal moments that happens to the hero and makes us root for them, and those moments of cruelty by the villain that makes us hate them. But all that's just too much of a hard watch for us modern, modern film audiences, I guess. I also enjoyed the game members in the movie and they act very zombie-like. And I have a certain interpretation of why that is. So I think the meaning behind this film is that the game members are slaves to the mysterious leader and are devoid of any independent or civilized thought. They only know how to seek, kill, and destroy is how they refuse to think for themselves and break free of their violent orders. There's even a line in the movie which was, uh, there are no such things as heroes here, only men who follow orders, and I think that rings true in this flick. Like, you can even see to the game members and how they run towards the heroes, are basically just gunning them down, and none of them stop to think about the moral consequences of their actions, and how they are putting themselves in danger over just one man who they probably didn't even know. It's, uh, it's, it's a really good meeting, and the... And John Carpenter, the kind of, I guess, anti-authoritarian um, themes uh, translate over into some of his other movies that Carpenter did. And I think They Live is the most explicit one when it comes to that type of movie. And uh, overall, with great heroes and villains, Sold on Precinct 13 is an excellent film to watch. And I highly recommend that you see this one. Alright, catch you next time on The Zachariah Show, where I'll be reviewing John Carpenter's third movie, Halloween.